Alright. How are you getting on you? Oh, fuck, doesn't one look? No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm in the middle of... Just tell me how you are and make it fucking good. Tell me something. Oh my God, tell me something interesting now or I'm going to scream. Sorry. Sorry. It's just, um, you know. Here's the chicken again. The deli what I've been up to this week. Fuck all in one. Um, so, do you know what I mean? So, I need you to tell me. Look, I am here. I am Will Smith and I am legend looking at a mannequin. And I'm saying, please say something fucking interesting to me. <laughs> please tell me something fucking interesting. Right? What I've been up to. <laughs> Very good. Did you do it over the weekend? <laughs> Very good. How's your son? What are you trying to do? Get me down? Trying to upset me? How's my son? I'll tell you what he is. He's living in his own fucking uh, temple of fucking doom. He's Indiana Jones. He's found every booby trap there is. Oh, but he's not fucking smart enough to put a bag of sand on it to make sure it doesn't kill him. That's how he is. He has literally found every corner. There's like a meter. There's a meter radius in the center of the room where he's safe. And he does not like to stay there. Even though I put pillows around him that he can crawl over. I don't understand how to stop him. I would be so bad if there was like a dam. <laughs> and there was like a dam explosion. And I'd be like, oh my God, the riverbed's filling up there. I'd be like, put a pillow on it. Put another pillow on it. I don't know. <laughs> put a box so it has to go around it. <laughs> And there's, he literally, he goes for the corner of the room where the guitar is, tries to pull on top of him. He goes for, I mean, it's our fault. It's totally our fault, totally our responsibility. He goes to where all the records are, and they're being precariously kind of, like, wedged in. If he pulls a single book out of the bookcase, the whole thing is going to fall down. He's going for the PlayStation 5 in the corner, and to be perfectly honest, son, if it's one or two of you, I can't guarantee which one is going to, you know, <laughs> I can't, look. I'm just saying. I Just leave your, leave your little brother alone, right? Just leave your little brother alone. Don't be messing with him, right? I can't pick. I don't, can't pick favorites. All right, I can't pick favorites. He's going for. He's going for the mirror. That we, to be fair, we have precariously leaned against the wall. He's going for. He wants to climb in the oven when the oven's on. He is trying to go for the knives in the dishwasher. Only the knives. He is trying to drink the bleach <laughs> that is underneath the sink. Um. So, with the greatest respect, I know you're trying to just bond with me here in this chat. Don't ask me how my fucking son is, right? Don't ask me. Don't be getting me down. I came here. On this socially distanced exercise session <laughs> for to get a good sweat on, right? So don't be annoying me. No. Um it, you know what this is? This is just me. I'm not even, you know, um you know, I did see some pals for a socially distanced um exercise session over the weekend and um and it's not like the patter was great, to be fair. The patter was great. Um, and it was not very COVID related and there weren't those dumb questions, you know, but I'm here like literally trying to recap. What have I done? What have I done that I can even enter mildly entertain you with? <laughs> and I'm like, what was I, what I've been up to? Well, here's the fucking chicken to tell you what I've been up to. Fuck all. I've been up to fuck all. So that's why I'm getting wound up with the shy power. But look, I think this is what we need to do, right? I think this is what we need to do. We are sitting as Irish people. On a gold mine of interesting stuff. But we're too fucking Irish to pull it out. And this is what I mean. And actually, do you know what? Not that I'd ever want the bloody job of fucking head clown in Fawcett Circus. I'm talking about Taoiseach and the doll. But if I was in... Uh, I think the, the people do need a leader, right? And, you know, why not turn to the hot press number two comedian of the year? You know? We satirists. Us... Uh, us twisted jesters and our fractured lens of the world 
uh, are the people you need to turn to now. And this is what I this is what I think we should do. Okay, we are sitting on a gold mine. As Irish people, we have a smaug's cave. As I said again, of secrets, weird family shit, weird shit that we did, weird shit that we got told off for. And Nirvana said, "Don't ever tell anyone that that ever happened, that you did that, and something you were made to feel wrong for." I don't really know where I'm going with this, but I'm saying that every family's got some weird secrets. So look, we're not getting out of this, but we can at least do away with the shy power, okay? And we can also get some things off our chest so that when it comes around to October, November, whenever it is, we're secret and shame-free, and we've had months hearing the juiciest, juiciest shit we've ever heard in our lives. So if someone's like, all right, what's going on? Being like, me dad's not really me dad. <laughs> all right, there you go. <laughs> me, apparently me... My brother's me dad. What? Yeah, I didn't tell. No one, no one told me that. No one's been talking about it. Um, what's up? Um, I um, I'm really bald. This is fake. This is a fake wig. I got plastic surgery. I got um, and only only for yourself. Don't you dare be giving her gossiping and you know giving someone else's secrets away or anything like that. This is exclusively something that you want to get off your chest. All right, Tony, what's going on? I once pissed on the table because my brother dared me to do it. <laughs> so, you know, like, whoa. <laughs> so now you, now you go. And, and then it'll be a great chat. And that's what'll happen, right? We'll get through. Oh, knocked over me coffee. What? Well, that's what'll happen. We'll get through all this. Um, our spirits will be lifted because we'll feel great about con- confessing all these secrets. It'll fly by because of all the secrets we've been hearing. It'll be like, oh, man, I can't wait to hear what I say next time I say hello to the cunt. <laughs> <laughs> he's going. He's, in, he's been mad. Tell me mad stuff. Um, and and then also we'll just feel great. Come Christmas, we'll have nothing to hide from each other. You know, um, it'll it'll be a great time. Um, this podcast uh is sponsored by the Dubliner Irish Whiskey. They are a fine brand, a fine group of people. Uh, and I got a fine new sexy bottle I've been talking about. I've been harping on about it. It's a cool contemporary modern bottle, very reflective of who they are, which is a cool disruptive distillery out of the heart of the liberties is the Dubliner Irish whiskey. And I tell you, Easter's coming up. We got a bottle there. We're going to enjoy it. We're going to enjoy little mint juleps, little mint julep cocktails. Uh, that's where you have like kind of um, sugar syrup. You got um, mint leaves, which you smack the hell out of, which I don't know if you need to do, but if you've ever gone out with a, uh, someone who ever worked in a bar, they really feel the obligation to uh, smack the shit out of mint leaves. You gotta release the oils. Fuck you gotta release the oils. And I go, all right, man. All right, you're all right. Um, or woman. Um, um, but you smack the shit out of some mint, put in a bit of sugar syrup. Uh, normally reserved for bourbon, but what's great about the Dublin Irish whiskey is the fact that it's aged in those bourbon barrels. You get the sweetness, but you still get the essential Irish whiskey taste, and it does taste good. Um, so we're gonna have that with a nice rack of lamb for Easter. That's what we're doing. And you know, it's nice. It's just nice having a nice, you know, a nice bottle of whiskey that's there, a nice accessible whiskey. The sort of whiskey that, you know, a lot of those highfalutin guys in the moors of Scotland will be, you know, oh, my God, why doesn't it cost 200 pounds like it should? Because it's not. It's accessible. Let people have it. It's cool. It doesn't need to be thousands of years old and taste like Bordemona. It can actually taste good for a change. How about that? Right? Shaking in their little bogs of the peat or whatever they're doing up there. I don't know this analogy anymore. Um, but the Dubliner, thank you very much. And thank you very much for letting Jed Patterson have his say over Paddy's. You know, um, he was sending me messages, all Paddy's, and I'm like, look, I do have this ad I have to do for the Dubliner. Do you want mind? Maybe you do that. And the Dubliner were, were happy. I was actually surprised, right? Because Jed Patterson, the whole thing was he wanted people to tag snakes. There was like 850 people tagged their mates and called them snakes. I, I couldn't, but I thought, 
Snake for me is the worst. In terms of the the three worst are pig, rat, or snake, right? Up to you what you decide. Actually, do you know what? I might do a little poll on the um, on Instagram and see what you think would be worst. I think snake is the worst. Um, my friend Shane is adamant that pig, little pig, is the worst. Uh, I also would not be like to, like to be a rat. But I am a snitch, so that's what you get. Um, but anyway, the Dublin Irish Whiskey. Thank you very much. Go to the DLD.com and you can grab yourself some. Grab yourself some for Easter. Maybe have a little mint julep. Let me know how you get on. Um, now, this podcast that's coming up, a bit of a weird one in that it's not really a podcast. This is part of a piece. <laughs> I got rid of those. Um, no, what happened was, um, very generously, the Department of Sport Tourism, the Gale talked. Uh, what else is there? Hang on. Um Tourism, culture, arts, Gale Talks, sports, and media um, were very generously giving out uh, performance grants for people who had uh, gigs that were cancelled. So as part of that, they got a grant money, and I got to go into a studio and use the money to make this, which is the Tonys 2020, not those Tonys. Um, and this is mainly a video. Uh, it's a video uh, year-in-review show, uh, and my good friend Jordan Daniel did all the editing for it to make it look good, like the Bake Off stuff. So if you're a fan of that, I would implore you to go on either Instagram and check it out on IGTV or check it out on YouTube. Um, but a huge thank you to the, par- the Department of Tourism, Sport, Culture, Arts, Gale Talked, Sport again. Sorry, I read the Irish part and the English part. <laughs> and media. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. The, uh, uh, culture, Aelon, Gale Talked, Sport, Maine, Tourism, Culture, Arts, Gale Talked, Sport, and media. Thank you very much. Um but it's fun. What this is is basically a year in review and a couple of weird categories um, that I've picked out. And I've been working on it for a while. And I think you can tell because all, all the references are from like December of 2020. But look, don't let that hold you back. And don't let my enthusiasm for basically thinking COVID was going to be over by now uh, change you uh, at all. But the reason you do want to watch it is it has three amazing sketches in it. One from Michael Fry, one from Justine Stafford, and another um, from Peter McGann. So do check that out. Um, it is fun. This is the audio segment of it. But if you do want to watch the video, go on YouTube or go on IGTV. And again, I do want to thank the Department of Sport, Tourism, the Gale Talk, Arts, Sport, Media. I think I said sport again. Um, thank you very much. Enjoy. And uh, I'll see you next week. Bye bye. All right. How you doing? Don't know what all this is. This is overkill. This is overkill. There's a lot going on here. I look like I look like I'm on the the Try Channel. Uh, Irish comedians try and fill an hour. <laughs> Irish comedians try and uh, look like <laughs> try and look like a performance grant was earned. <laughs> Welcome to the Tonys 2020. Not the actual Tonys, although to be fair, if I'd been born in America, I could have won a Tony. I've come up with many a musical. Here's some ideas I had for musicals, right, Jordan? Maybe you can come up with a few little illustrations here. Dublin Divas. It's the story of divorcees in 90s Dublin set to the music of Celine Dion. Uh, the Holy Boys. This is the story of a young Frigid making his way through a Christian Brothers school uh, set to the music of Marvin Gaye. And I appreciate that's pretty much Sing Street apart from Marvin Gaye. So there you are. And now I can just tell you about the actual Tonys. Look, I wanted to do a recap of this year, but I didn't want to do it, you know, bloody... Uh, Hey, Leo was certainly in people's sights this year. I don't, I don't talk like that. I meander. Meow. <laughs> I meander. That's what I do. Well, we start. <laughs> Biggest cancellation of the year. Look, a lot of things were cancelled this year, right? It was a year of cancellations. The Olympics were cancelled. Uh, the Edinburgh Fringe was cancelled. I was going to go to my gigs were cancelled. 
you know. Uh, a lot of weddings were cancelled. Funerals, maybe. Uh, would you plan a funeral? Maybe if they're terminal. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Someone's terminally ill. I don't want to talk about that. That's what we're talking about right now. We're talking about the biggest cancellations of the year. Uh, the nominees are Paddy's Day. I remember thinking, quote, and Tiger King, we're never going to financially recover for this. Paddy's Day was cancelled. Remember that? Remember that? And Leo gave his little speech. The general election was the fucking 7th of February this year. And yet, he comes along March 17th, does the speech. And like, like a week before that, we're like, you fucking Tory scum! <laughs> you butchered this country! You know, Get out! Screaming at the TV. And then he goes on, starts quoting Terminator. And we're all like, wasn't he great? Wasn't Leo great? The Leaving Cert, of course, was cancelled. I had a joke here about it attempting to ruin Rose McGowan's career if she wouldn't sleep with it. But that's just, you know, it's in bad taste. It's in bad taste, I realise now, but I still need the lols. So that's why I told you that I wasn't going to say that joke, which I did. So that's how this all works. I'm telling you, you can shine whatever light you want on this. 4K, whatever. It's still, oh, it's still the same quality content. But I was thinking about the leaving, sir, and how I would have hated, to be perfectly honest, my teacher deciding what my grade was going to be. Because I wasn't a lick. I was not a lick. I was the opposite. I was a, I was a bloody spit. <laughs> that's the opposite of a lick, right? And I wonder how did the fucking Trevor Nelson licks, how coarse were their tongues this year when they realized that it was actually their little moonshot air at the front of the class that was gonna decide their grade. I'd say these kids look like they just tucked into the fucking jar of Nutella they were such licks. But I will be honest, right? If I was a teacher and if I had that power, I'm not, <laughs> I'm already very, I'm already a bully to my friends when they don't laugh at my jokes. I'd be going into the class, oh lads, uh, did you see? Did you see the bloody match last night? I tell you, I tell you, I, I, I've seen fewer people score at a bloody uh, ugly Gale talk, right? I'd say a joke, a joke like that. That's not a great joke. Here's a better one, right? Here, you see the match last night? I tell you, you'd see more scoring at a Harry Potter convention for frigids. <laughs> Back to you. And then I take notes on who laughed. I'm like, fucking fine, you don't laugh at that. You don't find that funny? Well, here's what you're gonna find funny. You fucking failed English. I wouldn't even try and masquerade it. I would just go out with a bang, fail as many students as I could who didn't laugh at my jokes all year, and be like, look, I'm not even giving you like a 45, I'm zero. You're getting a zero. And it would be red flags everywhere. Can you believe this teacher is giving zeros? So of course, the leaving cert was canceled. Um, so we got, what do we got? Paddy's Day, the leaving cert, but I tell you what, I gotta give it to the number one cancellation of the year, Graham Linehan. Yes, I was actually going, this was a big meander to actually get to a cancellation joke. Graham Linehan got the final cancellation, that's actually a great idea for a film. Instead of Final Destination, it's Final Cancellation. Just, it just ends up everyone just sitting in a room being like just the height of political correctness for like an hour, trying to find each other out. No, no, you know what you mean by that? Those hoops are cultural appropriation. I'm not meaning to demean cancellation. I know a lot of people think, oh, millennials, you just want to cancel everything. Bloody millennials, what's next? You want to text all the time? What are you going to do, cancel the phone call next? Well, yeah, if I fucking rape someone. <laughs> Graham Linehan, of course, got the final cancellation. He was booed from Twitter. And then he went on to Mumsnet for the rallying support of all the women he was trying to protect. And it was a juvenile joke. It was like basically a woman who's still acting like a man and they have a fist fight in it. And it's, you know, it's incredibly problematic, but it's a juvenile joke. And I don't know what you expect. It's like making a juvenile joke about pee being stored in the balls and then being like, no, we need to change the medical journals. <laughs> we need to fucking rewrite. It is, yeah. You know, you made a joke, you thought it was okay. And look, he got the final cancellation and now you can still watch Father Ted. Look, you can still watch Father Ted. All right, don't worry about that. Don't be worrying about that. Arthur Matthews still 
has a lovely arse. So congratulations to Graham Linehan for the biggest cancellation of the year. No nominees necessary for this one. Here's the Zoom fail of the year. Okay, Mr. Sprinkles, thanks for coming. I'm just going to add the rest of the team here. Hi, guys. How are we? Good, yeah. Oh, oh you oh. guys, sorry. I don't know what fish I've turned on here. I'm Classic I'm not a human. Somewhere. I'm a cat. I can't. Oh, oh, now you're upside down. I've turned on some human filter mm -hmm. here. I don't know how to turn this off. Yeah, oh. you're a human on screen. Oh, you're not geez. a cat. Yeah, I know, Mrs. Fluffy Bottom. Oh, meow. Mrs. Sprinkles, I'm so sorry about this. It's okay. Next up, this was a year of wet things. This is the category of wettest things of the year. Ass pussy. You dirty, dirty girls. Fair effects to you. We, the boys have been doing it for too long. Thank God Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion showed us how to do it. I mean, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't, you know, you don't expect me to get a mop. Look, this is coming from a lick out Mazda here. You're not supposed to be clean, right? Going to Elephant and Castle. That's the vibe. That's the vibe you're going for. I've already talked about this in the podcast. You have your serviette for after. I'm the, this is gross. <laughs> Ass pubs. Who heard of a wet pub? Hey, hey, uh, are you, are you bloody, hey, is this a bloody wet pub? Because you're here. Which means you're not a substantial meal, you're not even a dish. It's actually an egg I was doing there. We didn't get to see them in Dublin. I didn't get to make the joke. Hey, are we in bloody string, fellas? Hey, where's the bloody, uh, where's the bloody, uh, bloody uh, pole? I'm not talking about the bloody polski schlep, I'm talking about the bloody stripper pole because we're in a wet pub. And we had, of course, um, the planet. Well, technically the moon, they found water there. What does that have to do with that? I googled it, right? The existence of water has implication of future lunar missions because it means they don't have to bring any water. They have to harvest it from dark, steep-walled craters where the temperatures rarely climb above minus 230 degrees Celsius. So it's a bulk of frozen water. Yeah, this was the fucking news. This was the news. That's not going to win. And then, of course, we had the wet-ass Wuhan markets. Way down deep in the middle of the Wuhan, a monkey fucked a pangolin, a bat and a human. They fucking sucked and fucking sucked and called it the corona. Kind of doing an um umbongo thing. I would have to give the award, the Tony Award, for wettest thing of the year to Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion for ass pussy. Congratulations, girl. Wap, wap, wap. Okay, next up. Now the award for Celebrity Cook of the Year. The nominees are Gordon Ramsay for TikTok, John Favreau for The Chef Show on Netflix, and Will Smith for his wife. For letting a man, another man write his wife. <laughs> I was spelling cook the other way. I was spelling cook the other way. <laughs> a lot of people on the old Instagram Live this year. Not all of it went well. Here is the Instagram Live fail of the year. Nice workout, guys. Remember, during these testing times, it's just as important to be looking after your mental health as much as your actual health. So, join me tomorrow night for another midnight workout. Now it's time I join the missus and uh, take part in something that is also important in these trying times. That's right, it's uh, Netflix on the couch with a bottle of vino. Uh, look, look after yourself. Happy lockdown, happy Christmas. Talk to you tomorrow. Sick, you've changed the lock, Siobhan. Siobhan. Siobhan, I can see you in there. I can see you in there. You've changed the fuck up in the door, Siobhan. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, 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 let me in, Siobhan, please. Let me in, please. I can change, I can change, I can stop doing. 
stop doing all the things I've been doing? I can change. Just if you just let me in, I can explain myself. Fuck. Oh my god, I'm after dropping loads of things on the floor. Oh, here, let me pick them up. We got Hosier, uh, Dermot Kennedy. Oh, thank God for that. Uh, Lottie from uh, Bake Off. And uh, Jedward, oh my god, I'm sorry, there's all the names I dropped on the floor because I was chanting loads of celebs this year. Is it Louis Walsh or Bono? He's the horn for. Let's find out in Tony's name drop corner of the year, you cunt. When you are part of the Glitterati, when you're part of the Glitterati, just see the sort of conversation to have. I don't even talk to people anymore. If you ain't got a blue tick, then you don't mean shit to me. There's a bit of fluff floating around there. Maybe it's a sign from the Navi that I should stop talking so much shite. No, I was chatting to celebs this year. And on brand with this show, I'm gonna tell you about the biggest name drops of the year. So the lovely Lottie wins Tony's name drop corner 2020. Was it Louis Walsh or Bono heed the horn for? Turns out it was Lottie from Bake Off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This next category is a special commendation. This is the Tony Cantwell Freedom of the Shit He Show. Shit city, shitty show. That's Mr. Tickle putting a hand down and getting a fucking cookie from his bedroom. That is a level of reach now. But this is, as I said, you can put whatever monitors you hear out here. It's the same shit. <laughs> this is the Freedom of the City Award. This is for a, a nominees who have shown tremendous courage of breaking free from their horrid shackles. The nominees are Harry and Meghan from Breaking Free from the old reptilian agenda. Blah, 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 blah. Breaking free of old Lizzie. And I'm not talking about Elizabeth, I'm talking lizard. Of course, the queen is a lizard. We've established this many times. They've decided they want to go to America. Feed their kids fucking hot dogs. Not bloody flies. <laughs> they don't want to give their kids flies anymore. They want to give their kids hot dogs, lovely popcorn and things. American cuisines, uh, pasta pomodoro, things like this. So uh, Harry and Meghan are breaking free from the shackles of the reptilian agenda. Bula bus. <laughs> Philip Schofield for breaking free of the shackles of straighthood. Straightdom. I wish, I wish I had your courage. I wish I had your courage. You're trying to come out, very special day, and then Eamon Holmes has to be all like, well, you know, uh, Holly, well, when I thought, when I knew you were getting into bed with Holly Willoughby, whenever I can tell you were fucking in a jacuzzi, then I thought that there's something fucking up with this guy. Literally said, I couldn't believe you could not, what, not assault Holly Willoughby, because she was in the jacuzzi? And of course, fungi who finally like Willie, can't be doing that anymore. Well, not that you should be taking your dick out anyway. We're not talking about that. We're talking about fungi breaking free from the shackles of Dingle. Fungi breaking free from the fucking 20 boats that will literally mow him down. How did he get those propeller fucking scars on his fucking nose? Because the boats keep fucking ramming over him. Finally, fungi is free, either in the big drip of the fucking sky or off maybe to, maybe to America. Has fungi gone to America? Maybe he's gone to Orlando, sunny Orlando. I'm gonna give it to Fungi. Bula Bus Fungi, go now, you are free.
and Dingle is fucked. <laughs> That's not funny. Not funny. But you know what they should do? They should fucking rake up one of those uh, bioluminescent fish. Because <laughs> you, know, you can never see Funky. Get one of the fucking glow-in-the-dark cunts. I have him, you know, the fucking dangly oak. Have him around there. Like, oh, I'll see a light or your money back. You can get some scuba guy. Oh, look, there he is. There's Brian. There's Brian, the, the anglerfish. I'm a scuba lad. Like, <laughs> it was the worst job ever. I just wanted to go to other voices. Congratulations, Funky, for the Freedom of the City Award. <laughs> this was also a year for staying indoors and doing a fuck all, fuck all. Here comes the fuck all chicken. Tell me what I was doing today. What was I doing today, chicken? Fuck all, you did fuck all again. You did nothing, you can. So these are the nominees for Stoner of the Year. Do, 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 do. <laughs> and can I just say this as well, right? Hey, you fucking rotating T-shucks. Michal Martin, you goddamn trash bag. More on him later. Do you have any idea how much money you gave Dublin gangs by not legalizing marijuana during the lockdown? Have you any idea how many people's fucking COVID payments you could have paid if you had just fucking grow farms and paying people to fucking sit and watch David fucking Attenborough in HD? That's all they were doing. That's all anyone does be doing. Anyway, these are the biggest donors of the year. Uh, we got Linda from Bake Off with a fucking spliff the size of a baguette. It's a fucking pano fucking ganjala, man, a fucking load of weed. Linda, of course, who captured the hearts of a nation and put a load of weed into a Bob Marley cake that everyone ate and had proof fucking rolling in her eyes. Ah, oh, you fucking brun. Linda, honey, listen, thank you very much for showing us that even at that age, you could have some fucking edibles and do some Kama Sutra with your old lad on the beach in wherever the fuck you were. And of course, at the time, on T-shirt, Leo Vradker, well, I don't actually want to talk about that very much because I'm actually a role model for fucking legends out there, so I actually don't want to, I can't actually tell them how much fucking dank I was fucking putting into myself, so I don't really want to tell that right now. Right, right. And fucking Mihal Mart, no, I've never had any fucking, no. Any crack, are you fucking serious? No, I haven't any fucking crack. Are you missing? No, 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 I'm not having any crack. Are you fucking broad? So who's it going to be? I tell you what, hmm, how about secret option number three, me. I got a vape this year. <sighs> Never looking back. Can't go back. You just can't go back. So Tony Cantwell wins biggest stoner of the year uh, for his 420 special and the fact that he bought a vape. <laughs> All right, next category, best Tony of the year. I'm not going to do the obvious joke here, right? I'm not doing the obvious joke. I am, of course, talking about there's only one person this year. And I got to give him credit for it. The best Tony, Daddy Tony. The man who unified a nation. The man who cut through all the fucking bullshit, right? The man who spoke directly to the people didn't need some little intermediate person uh, fluffing up the information, right? The man who showed us what hope was in 2020. I'm, of course, talking about myself. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm talking about myself. <laughs> oh, me. No, not Tony Hulan. Uh, honorable mention Tony Hulan. Me, and then honorable mention Tony Hulan. Look, you might disagree with some of his methods, you know? And I tell you, he's some man, he's some man for just dropping the information right into the laps of the public, you know? Like, oh, yeah, just, uh, sorry, I forgot your number there, the doll. Yeah, I'm just sending it to the Irish Times. Yeah, we're going to level five, are we? Yeah, we're level five, is that? That's all right. I can't hear you, unfortunately. You can't hear you. I tell you, if I was Tony Hullahan, the only level I'd be going to, level 42. <laughs> Remember level 42? Yeah, me neither. I think that's Ross actually was playing there. Seemed like people didn't do anything this year other than scroll their phone on TikTok and there was a lot of cringe. Here's the TikTok cringe of the year. 
Hello everybody, welcome back to Naked Cookery. Today we're going to learn how to make traditional Irish coddle. As usual, I will not be wearing any taste suppressing garments such as clothing, aprons, oven gloves or hairnets, and I will only use the most fresh natural ingredients. Now for this recipe, I will be using some traditional hand-tied Irish sausages. And the best way to get some flavour out of them, before you put them into the pot, what you're supposed to do is to stand them really hard with a very sharp knife. So I'm gonna do that now. And now we come to the last category, person of the year. Look, I would love my Tony Cantwell, Tony Awards, not those Tonys, person of the year 2020 to be like Time Magazine, where people start going back, who did they, who was person of the year that year, right? It'll be etched in time, right? Chronicalized. Of all the other categories, they might fall by the wayside, but this is gonna be a constant thing that I do every year. And the nominees for this year are, well, the first one is a couple. The inventor of the vaccine, power couple Uger and Uzlan. Uh, Turkish immigrants who moved to Germany, became billionaires and fucking created a vaccine. They apparently did it in a day as well when they had all the gear. It's like fucking Noel Gallagher writing Wonderwall on the Jacks apparently, that's how easy it was. But it's incredible, what an incredible achievement, what an incredible unification of resources, spirit, finances, to be able to do something that should have taken 10 years to happen in less than a year. Bula bus and fair fucks to Uyghur and Uslan. Next up, uh, the lad who got me the PS5. Look, I'm not saying they're exactly the same or on the equal level of importance to the humanity, but of huge impact to me. God, be honest, the chap, I don't even remember his name now. <laughs> I know I do, but I won't say it. The, the gentleman who emailed me out of the blue and said, Tony, do you want a free PS5? You're fucking, I mean, Jesus Christ, I, what do I owe you? you know, I owe you everything, right? You're number one. Well, possibly. I haven't given away who the winner is. But you know what? I'm not even going to joke here. But here comes the Charleville truck full of cheese. Ha ha. I'm going to be honest with you. My boy, my darling son. Here's a picture of him. He's my breakout artist person, boy, man of the year. I had a very easy year compared to a lot of people. I know a lot of people who had, uh, I'll be serious for a second, I know a lot of people who lo who've lost people. The fact that people had to experience a, a funeral via Zoom, um, people who lost work, performers who didn't even know what was ever gonna happen, if there would ever be a gig again, when the idea of people coming together, which is just how people make a living, was ever gonna happen again. And what I had was a regular source of inspiration. Look, there's the fucking cheese. I'm being honest with you, there's no joke coming. What I had was a little nugget that we were just monitoring the prog progress on the app. Uh, and then he was born. And then all I had was just something to focus on, something there, something that meant that I had to turn this into something that was a bit more legitimate because I needed something consistent. The biggest impact in my motivation, inspiration, and a constant just fucking smile every single day. It's probably been the happiest year of my life. Here's the cheese, here's the cheese for you. Because I know he's going to watch all this shit and he's going to be like, are you honestly dad talking about riding uh, cats? <laughs> uh, that's a joke. Well, you know, hopefully you can see this in a couple of years time. And you are my darling boy. But I tell you, honorable mention, you. You. Because you're a regular source of inspiration for me as well. Thank you so much to everyone who has watched this podcast, who has listened, who has shared, who has recommended it for a sponsor, who has supported on the Patreon. Thank you so much for allowing me to really fulfill my truth in a year where reality was, I didn't think I would have anything to do. I didn't think I could do anything. I didn't think I'd even be able to work. Thank you very much. <laughs>